0: Morning, everyone, welcome to this, the Legion of Myth livecast. I am your host, Alex Garthon Marsh, with me, as always, the man you can depend on, the most caring, kindest individual you'll ever find in a back alley with a knife, Brett Heath and Doug Christopher.
1: Hello internet, how are you doing? I hope we find you well. Uh, Garth and I have a great show for you today.
0: Wow, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean that? Whoa, whoa. When did that happen?
1: It happened. Tell us about it, man. All right. Well,
0: yeah, we're going to go over our usual stuff. You got your uh, anime on the stream. I got three big books we are talking
1: about this week. And I have an RNG about Iron Fist. You do? I do. Did you watch it?
0: It doesn't come out till the 17th. That's what I was saying. Now, you remember the press <laughs> corps all of a sudden? I didn't know that. There. No, no,
1: no. But but I was reading a whole bunch of what the press corps was talking, and I got to talk about that.
0: Yeah, I've been reading some of that, too. But, you know, there's something I could talk about. You know, since we're both going to complain about something, I'm going to complain about something, too. I'm going to complain about the Ghost in the Shell movie coming out
1: oh nice good yes. good call
0: good thank, call. yes, yes it, yeah, I'm sure that not enough nerd rage has been spread on Ghost in the Shell yet,
1: nope, but maybe, anymore. but my anymore. nerd rage
0: is probably going to be a little different than the other nerd rage you've heard, I hope Because so. 'cause I'm not gonna fresh call, fresh, nerd, fresh rage. nerd rage that's right, exactly. put that into your glade ever fresh,
1: and let's find out what happens well, uh, speaking, yeah. Speaking about uh, rage and things we might say, I think we have a disclaimer. We do indeed.
0: I just want to say that last week, when you hosted Without Me, your reading of the disclaimer was exemplary, my friend. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I felt, nice. I felt safer after you said it, I just want to say. Oh, good. Uh, the opinions expressed this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasions of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership.
1: That makes everything better now. Everything it, does, good now. it does, it does. We just need Max's wife to say that last part and everyone will feel safe.
0: <laughs> I'm not even going to try to imitate it. No, nope. that, that that'd be horrible. Not a bad idea. All right. So as always, you can check us out just based on the internet. You can check out the website legionofmyth.tv or .com. Check out our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type in Legion of Myth, and there we are. Or Twitch TV slash Legion of Myth. Where else? Facebook, of course. Go to facebook.com/slash Legion of Myth. We also got Messenger. Someone uses that. And also Twitter at legionofmyth. of Myth. Send us a tweet. We'll tweet back. We do that. We we tweet. Okay, you know, we do. I've had some, We've had some good tweets with the Soda team and a few other guys. Uh, the guys um, at Earthdon, at FASA Games, we've had some good tweets definitely, with them. Definitely. So good times going on there. But you know, on that front, I've actually read a few reports that Twitter is dying. I have not heard that. Yeah, it, uh, apparently usership is way down. Uh, but then again, you kind of like, do you use Twitter yourself, Dog?
1: I do not. I don't even own a smartphone. Well, you can use Twitter on the computer. I could, but that seems weird, right? It does seem weird, I've done it, it and weird. it
0: seems weird when I do it that, yeah, yeah, yeah but it, uh, no. yeah, Twitter's kind of basically like people just spout stuff off and it come and if you subscribe to them, you see it, or they can send stuff at you, and you see it, and it's just uh in chronological order, and sometimes it's a mess, and there's five thousand things, and it's I don't know, it's not it's interesting, it's not my thing. If I'm gonna get people spouting stuff at me, I prefer it to be on Facebook. That's just me. Copy that. But you know what? Enough about that nonsense. I'm happy to be back this week. You we had a great show last week. I enjoyed it. I think if I was there, uh Well what what could have improved? The comic poll thing would have well, improved would. if I was live. But other than that, it was great. Yeah. So uh, let's go on to something more fun to talk about. We will talk about Heathen
1: Dogs, anime on the stream. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Uh, today, we're, I'm going to review three anime series that you can find either on Netflix, Hulu, or both. Let's get to it. Our first one is Kuro Makuro. I know, oh, it's a mouthful. Uh, and I actually wanted to, uh, to translate that for you. And uh, it came out through a whole bunch of things. If uh, only we knew someone who spoke Japanese fluently. I know, I know, but I couldn't get a hold of her today. Uh, the closest thing I could find that makes sense is Black Sparrow. That's actually probably what it means. Hopefully. All right, let's see here. This uh, uh, Kuro Makuro can only, only be found on Netflix. Uh, the uh, genre is mech. mecha genre. I like mecha. Of course. Of uh, course see. Studio is PA Works, licensed by Ponycan USA and Netflix for the exclusive streaming rights. The original network was ATX, Tokyo MX. Uh, the original run is April 7th, 2016 to September 29th, 2016. This is for season one. And, uh, and it ran for 26 episodes.
0: Is there a season two in the works? I got to ask there, right
1: now. There is a season two right now. It's, uh, it's season one and two are on, are on Netflix right now. Oh, cool. But uh, I only got the numbers for season one because I'm lazy bum. Okay. So uh, the, what this, this whole story is uh, set in the near future. Okay. Uh, Japan, uh, through an excavation project, has found what they call the artifact. All right. Now, this artifact is a cube, probably about 10 feet by 10 feet square. It's a cube. You know, That's a big want. cube. That's like the yeah. sucker they got in Mecca or something. And uh, when, when they dug up the artifact, they found something else. As you can see in the picture, that giant black mech in the background, they found that too. They couldn't open either one of them, couldn't turn on either one of them. They had them for years just studying them. Great. Okay. Now, they they studied the mech enough to where they had viable replicas. Not perfect, but viable. So by the time the series starts, they had two that were in testing. Uh, They call them Gauss 1 and Gauss 2. Now the, the the reason that they were testing them, they're like, it's just a giant mech. I mean, you know? How hard can that be? Those those uh those buttholes in that in that kaiju movie, what was it called? Uh, which one? There's a lot of kaiju movies. The the latest one.
0: Is it with Pacific Rim?
1: Yeah, Pacific Rim. You know, the, 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 those guys didn't seem like the giant brain trust, and they got a whole bunch of them. Well, uh, these ones these ones have uh, um, have uh, anti gravity generators on them. So you can jump oh, from any perfect. height, you can fall from any height, yes, and and you can actually bend projectiles coming at you, so hey, you know, they had to perfect that to get that's, these things to work that's like, pretty okay useful. that's fair that's fair. i'll give it to you so in the in the in the first episode, you see the you see the, the that girl in the middle there yes, 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 you see her the, the one with with the dark hair and the ribbon right, right, yeah, she is the most frustrating. Frustrating person. Oh, her name is Yukina. And she, along with uh, uh, Ken, Kenosuke, uh, which is the guy with the sword, um, are, are the, the two main characters. Now, she is uh, the, the daughter of the director of the research facility where, these, where the artifact and the mech are, are housed. She ha- she's dim. She is uh, not very interesting she is a plot point no she she's a plot device to get the actual main character uh, kanosuke to actually do stuff now uh, she was she was visiting her mom to 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 give her phone back cuz her, her mom is real very smart but kind of like a uh, scatterbrain so she forgets her phone a lot uh, get her phone back when this meteor was uh, was uh, was caught on 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 long, long range uh, radar and then it's like, oh, it's just a meteor. It's going to pass. And it started changing direction toward the Earth, and then slowing down. And I'm like, okay, well, as we all know from watching meteor all kinds don't of, do that. Alien, yeah, all, all kinds of alien invasion movies, whenever they, whenever they say yes, but this object is slowing down, you know, it's an alien. And or it has it changed is. direction, you know. Yeah, or has changed direction. Yeah, it's an alien. And uh, it hits the atmosphere, breaks apart into into I don't know, it was like fifteen parts, and each each one lands in a different part of the world. And one lands right next to—I well, mean, next to within 20 miles of. When you're talking about stuff coming from space, that's really close. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, the the research uh, station. And what we find out is these uh, these meteor impacts—you uh, you didn't see the air quotes—are actually giant mech, along with a whole bunch of smaller uh, little little AI. Like when I say smaller, they're like 10 feet tall or 8 feet tall, something like that. Uh, uh, two legged, no armed, just have like a little uh sensor probes that come out and stuff like that and run around and they and they for some reason are kidnapping folk. Just folk. Just people run around like, oh you're you're a folk. I'm gonna wrap you up in this weird spider like stuff and take you back to somewhere unknown. Oh, That's unpleasant. Yeah the, the the giant mech that landed all around the world start a search pattern. They're obviously searching for something and anyone who gets in their way they kill. But if nothing gets in their way, they don't. They don't bother with it. But they do still capture the random people and drag yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the little ones are, are capturing random, random folk here and there. You know, not a whole lot at first, so so no one really noticed. You know, from all the commotion, you know, oh, uh, uh, Shinsu is not answering his phone. Well, frick, man, this a giant mech! You see that mech? He's not answer his phone because he's crawled up in a corner, rocking. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. I got a little exactly, of... exactly. You, you can't keep track every every Tom, Dick, and, and, and Shinzo. But uh, um, at this moment, a little light appeared on the artifact, the, the, the cube artifact. And it just so happens that, that, uh, that, yeah, that uh, Yukina was there and saw the little red light and pushed it because she, like I said, stupid. Pushed it. The artifact opens up. One of the sides opens up. This green, this green uh, back-to-fluid floods out, and this naked guy sl- uh, like slides to the floor. Still alive? Still alive. Gets up, wondering where the heck he is. What is going on? Sees her immediately, bows his head, gets to his knee, and says, "And says, princess, I, I'm so glad you're safe. What's going on?" And she's like, "You speak Japanese?" Of course, I speak Japanese. Wait a minute, where are we? Go. apparently he is a samurai who has been stuck in that artifact for about 450 years. 450 years ago is the last time that these mech came and they, they came only to only to, to Japan apparently. And uh th- this is this is where the the legend of 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 the of the demon ogres or or oni.
0: Didn't we already have what really close to that? We had one really close to that, where the, the Oni were actually ancient aliens, and there was a guy who was a samurai from the past. We, we did one of these recently. We did? Yeah. Not this series. No. But it was another very, very similar thing.
1: Okay, well, I'll have to, I'll have to probe back into what I've done. But anyway, um, it seems that he and the princess of the time stole a mech from, 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 the, from the Oni and were fighting them. He, it's, he's a little—he's a little rocky on his recollections the last day or so that he was fighting because I guess you know being suspended animation for 450 years screws with you a bit.
0: He should be happy he's still able to like feed himself.
1: Exactly, you know, or like walk around. Apparently, apparently they it, 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 it was giving him exercise while I was in there because his muscles were fine. And uh, uh, so he—he he figures out that that the Oni are still here because he sees a television screen with, with one of them on the screen. And so he calls for his horse and we're like, which is I'm, the deck, I'm, I'm guessing. No, it that, that's the artifact. That little, that little cube artifact transforms itself into a floating, a flying car. Oh, all right. And his horse comes and, and he, he grabs the, the quote unquote princess. Cause she looks just like the, 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 the princess. She must she must be the same bloodline. Uh, grabs her, put, puts her in, puts her in the back seat, and they go. And she's like, "What the heck is going on?" She wants to jump out, but now they're moving at like 300 miles an hour. So mm, pass. And then they they head toward the artifact because the horse knows where the artifact is. And uh, uh, when they get close, the artifact chest opens up. The uh, the horse reconfigures into a cube, fits exactly into the chest cavity. Chest cavity closes, and it starts. That's convenient. And uh, the, the girl is about to pass out from, like, fear. She puts her head back, and suddenly she feels a sharp pain in her neck. And then, su- and then suddenly she can read all the controls in front of her. There was a, a, a little control device implanted in her spine that allows her to now... To read the alien language? To, to read the alien language. It's translated into, into Japanese for, and, uh, and and the thing now, now responds to her influence. So they go off fighting. And the way these things fight... Uh, is is pretty cool. Uh, personally, if I were an advanced alien culture that, that has mastered uh, 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 gravitic manipulation, I would use something besides swords, probably, right? Well, you use the sword because you know, they're just going to make the bullets veer away. Well, yeah, other people are, but not you. As far as you know, you're the only guy with this gravitic technology and in- the, the last time you were here, the, the, their, their, most, their most advanced technology on this freaking planet was, I don't know, um, irrigating a field with, well, well, with know, some kind of... Uh, well, swords uh,
0: never run out of ammo.
1: The, that, that, is, that is true. And th- these, are, these are like uh, laser vibro sword things. Yeah, so they, so they, 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 they cut through most things like butter. But, and, and so he immediately goes, goes into fight mode because he's a samurai. That's what he does. And, and he, he believes he's fighting for his princess who's still alive. He's really happy. For some reason, he thought she was dead, but she's alive. Yay. And so they go in fight. Well, uh, turns out after that first fight, they, they take his butt in, put him in a cell because they don't know what's going on with him. They, they test him and they, they say that he has an implant in the base of his neck as well. well and Yeah, they, 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 yeah they, they figure that's what allowed him to manipulate the artifact and to pilot the, the mech. Uh, which which is called Kuro Makura. That's a name. It's named after the the, the series. And uh, uh, throughout the series, uh, I I like that the uh, that the aliens are developed. You, every episode, you gain a little more knowledge about who they are, why they're here, what their end game is, stuff like that. It doesn't give you all of it at once. It, it's it doesn't, it's, but it doesn't spoon feed it to you either. You know, it, you know, they it it's, it happens happens naturally. It feels happens naturally. I like that. What I don't like about this is that almost nobody has any growth, any any personal growth as a character. Ah. Yeah, the 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 samurai he stays a samurai even even when when all logic all evidence says he should cut bait and run, he can't because he's a samurai. Y- Yukina, you know, is weak and ineffectual throughout the entire thing, except when it's necessary for the for the plot to her to be useful. That's it. Well, uh, maybe the writer is just into girls like that. Maybe I don't know. Um, Yukina's mother. Um, she she doesn't change either. Still still scatterbrained, but very strong, determined woman. But you, you knew that the first the first five seconds. her no, she didn't change at all. There's no growth. I mean, there was only one character that had growth, and I'm having trouble remembering his name right now. Uh, no, that's counselor. No, it's homeroom teacher. It is someone not important, I guess. What was oh. his role? Oh, Ryoto, Ryoto. He was a, he was a, he was a punk at the high school. You know, he was, he was the, he was the bad boy kid that, that they all knew in their, in their class. But uh, as, as, as soon as he saw these mechs, he's like, oh man, I got to fight these guys. How do I, how do I get, how do I get into gauss training? I need that. And he actually had to change, change his attitude, his, his, uh, his work ethic, uh, his, the, the, his,
0: uh... it almost sounds like he should have been the,
1: the focal point of the story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's the guy with, with, with the most growth. I mean, at the end of, of two seasons, he's still not there because you have to learn so much before you become a mech pilot. And he's like 15, so they're not going to let him in just, oh, yeah, take, take this online course so you can jump into a, a mech. Like, no, man, there's only two of these things. These guys have been training for a year to pilot these things. So we only have two. We got two pilots. Thank you. You stay in this remedial training program, but he doesn't care, man. He is determined. He's, he, like I guess he changed his life before he was a, he was a, uh, he was a, 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 drifting loser, basically, you know, like you look at him like, yes, life is going to, is going to roll you hard when you get out of high school and you're going to be responsible for yourself, you're you're going to get rolled. But you yeah. know, man, he, he uh, even, even when he, even when he broke his ankle during training and he was put on leave, he was still doing all the, all the exercises he could that didn't involve his ankle. He was still practicing in the training simulators, even when no one was watching. Oh, very cool. Exactly, right? So that's cool. Uh, oh, man, but the, the, the animation is good. I mean, uh, the, uh, um, it is high-level CGI for the, for the mech fights, but high-level regular animation for everything else, which I like. I really like that because the high level CGI stuff, not that stupid Cyborg 009 PS2 level CGI, but high level CGI can really, really capture fast mech movement without getting blurry. Yeah, I get so, what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. So I really, really like that about it. And the the, the story, while, while basic, was fun. It, it doesn't stall anywhere. You know the, the the story keeps moving. They don't have parts where it gets too slow or, or parts that they breeze over. Nothing like that. The, the story has a nice pace. It keeps it keeps relatively even throughout the entire season. Uh, I just wish that the 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 uh, the character growth was there. Like at least the main characters were crying out loud. But no, only a secondary backbencher gets, gets actual growth. Come on. Uh, the the dialogue was acceptable. I mean, everything that that, that came out of Yukina's mouth made me cringe because (laughs) – just because she's so that ditzy blonde type, you know, except she's not popular. So she's the ditzy ugly blonde.
0: I thought she was, was the one in the middle who has dark hair. No,
1: she, but uh, I said like, you know, like, like in high okay. school. That's uh, what the, I thought whole, she would get for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the whole, the whole, the, the stereotype. The, yeah, the stereotypical girl that is popular in high school be, because she's popular. There's no real reason for it. But after high school, she has to actually uh, have merit and she doesn't. That's, that's Yukina in a nutshell.
0: It ends up weighing 200 pounds, speed reading tabloids in the checkout aisle
1: while, while holding her twins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the, the only reason she she's still around is she tries to bail. She does. She tries to bail, but no one else can can operate the thing because the thing apparently ran out of implants. So no no one else can get an implant. And well, it that takes that's unfortunate yeah, exactly. It takes two people to pilot pilot this thing. So there you go. So they had to they they had to they had to use plot tricks and crap to get her back in. They 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 could have actually just had her really grow as a person but no no we'll we'll just use we'll, we'll just use a a plot gimmick to get her back in there. Do you, you think know.
0: being stuck in combat a lot would actually cause some sort of growth or change in her person?
1: Well, yeah, I mean she uh toward the end she is expressing less fear, but she's still just as just as afraid and it, it takes her just as long to get combat ready as, as it great. did in the first episode. Yeah, you know, so ugh. So I'm going to have to, you know, if I was giving this out of 5 stars, I'd have to give it 3. I mean, the the animation's good, Story serviceable, um, but uh, everything else is subpar. All right.
0: Well, I understand where you're coming from with that. I've definitely had that kind of disappointment before. Let's talk about something better. You got a better
1: one? I got a better one. Mobile Suit Gundam Wing, my favorite of all of the Mobile Suit Gundam series. This uh, isn't exactly a new one, is it? No, 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 not at all. this This one, uh, this one came out in '95. But uh, let's uh, let's go now right. uh, Gundam, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. Uh, you can you can watch it on Hulu. Uh, Sunrise Studio licensed by Sunrise and Madman Entertainment. Original network was was TV Asahi. Uh, English network was Cartoon Network. YTV, Toonami. Uh, original run was April seventh, nineteen ninety five to March twenty ninth, nineteen ninety six. Now this one is is dear to my heart because uh, the main characters are so fleshed out. So the, the backstory on them, why they're there, their, their motivations, their, their thinking in the moment, it's almost like you're reading a book. You, you know so much about why they're doing them, why they're doing the things they're doing right now. It's great. And the, the character development is amazing. Bad guys become good guys. Good guys become bad guys. And it's not crap. There, there's logical steps to why that happens. And you're like, yeah, I get it, man. I'd turn bad too. Or yeah, man, I'd have turned good. Bad guys suck. I'd, you know, it's, it's so it's, it's easy to follow, but it's not spoon fight to you. It's, it's not, it's not lowest common denominator story. It's, it's, uh, if, you know, it's just talking to you. That's it. Is this the Gundam series where they all had like mechs from different countries? Mechs from, from from different orbital stations. Now the whole premise behind this was there was the the uh, the Earth Earth government, and then there was the the uh, uh, space station alliance. Now uh, the the uh, there there's one space station at each Lagrange point, which is which is a, a point around Earth and the Moon, that uh, that when you put something there, the gravity between the Earth, the Moon, and the Sun makes it makes it a sum total of zero gravitational force. So with very little effort, you can keep something up there forever. So that's where they decide to build space stations. Makes sense. Now each, yeah, each of these Gundam frames, now, now Gundanium, which is the, the alloy that they're named after can only be made in zero gravity. So that's why all of the Gundam frames are from space. Now, earth has been, has been taxing and treating, treating the space stations like, like second class citizens for decades. And the and the people the, the colonists are just tired of it, so so the uh, so each of the colonies leaders got together. What are we going to do? Well, we're gonna we're gonna put some guys in charge to see if they can get some done with with some good old fashioned violent protest, and uh, they, they found five Gundam engineers, and uh, each of them made a Gundam suit. Each of them is different in both form and function. And the 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 form is basically a humanoid shape but but each of them has a different role in guerrilla warfare uh the one you see pictured uh actually you see them all pictured really but uh the, the one you see most prominently pictured with just a giant head that's that's Gundam zero one right and that 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 one transforms into into a, a fighter jet and then uh um, go, going down from the top left down to the bottom is two, three, four, and five. Um, the one in the bottom, uh, the red one, is a, is a giant weapons platform. I mean, this thing is loaded with missiles and bullets. I mean, you do not want to take this thing head on. He he is he is made to to quickly break through a fortified position, screw everyone up in there, and bug out. Gundam Wing, the uh, Zero One is is made to quickly quickly get through an enemy's defenses, uh take out a single or or very small amount of targets and then get away. You know, and then uh the Gundam, I believe it's zero two or zero three scythe is a uh, is uh um uh, he called yeah, the 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 pilot calls himself the the, the Gundam of Death, something like that. He, uh, he he yeah he. <laughs> That's yeah, what he, I called myself in high school. Yeah, he uh he actually is basically an assassin. I mean, uh he, he he's made to take out high level people, high level uh, human assets, quickly, efficiently, and stealthily, and get away. So all of them are engaged in guerrilla warfare. All of them have a different way of doing it. So so the pilot was chosen for his skill set in that particular area of guerrilla warfare. I mean, they've all been trained for years. I mean, they're they're only like 15 or 16 years old. They've been trained for at least 10 years apiece. Dang. Now, yeah, the the main character is called Hero Yui, and uh, he he's the guy in in the picture on the bottom, right right above the title, the brown haired guy with the green tank top. He flies Gundam Zero One. Now, uh, calling him a badass would would be an insult, because that's not enough. <laughs> that's really not enough. Not enough to to he. He has he has learned the ability to suppress his emotions to the point where if he says anything, you don't really get if he's if, if, if that could be a joke it might not be a joke but either way I'm scared. He uh, he, is, he, is, he is the king of the of the in your face assassination. He uh, he knows fifteen ways to kill you with his thumb. Um, his, his 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 mech is, has a giant has a giant gun that's his thing giant freaking gun. One shot, one kill, get away. Everyone saw it. It's scary as hell. And his personality, his personality says it all. The very first person he meets on Earth is, is, a, is, a, is a girl, a girl who becomes prominent in, in the series, uh, Princess Relena Peacecraft. Now she she is the princess of a country that was taken over because they were pacifists, and <laughs> Earth don't play that. so they, they, they got rolled through. so <laughs> uh, so uh, she she was walking by the beach when when he came ashore, and he almost killed her on the spot because because she saw him. and then and then he remembered, oh, wait, she doesn't know who I am. She didn't see me get out of the mech or anything. She has no idea, so I'm not gonna kill her. Later on, she uh, she notices him sneaking around the, um, a, a big wig event, and then someone dies, and she sees him running out. Well, she put, she put two and two together, and obviously got four, but didn't tell him anything because, well, I don't want to get all dead and stuff. But anyway, um, e- each of them uh, uh, insert themselves into the Earth community in, in, in ways that would, that would advance their mission to give themselves a cover while while they while they commit all these acts of of, of terrorism. Well, uh, throughout the series, uh, first Earth Force is the good guy, you know, be, because they're the ones who are being attacked by terrorists. And then, then 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 you start to get more of the colonies' way of thinking and what the Earth what the Earth is doing. Th- think of uh, Earth as uh, old British Empire and the the colonies as well the American colonies. We were sick and tired of, of being treated like crap used, used as a, as a, as a financial whipping boy. So we're, we're kicking off these, these, uh, the shackles of servitude. We're going to be our own men and women and whatnot. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So like, okay, I get that too. And then one of, one of the people from earth forest defects to the, the, uh, the colonies and you're like, okay, why did that happen? And then, and then you figure out who he really is. He's the older brother of, of, of Relina. He's the, he's the crown prince of that kingdom that was destroyed. The, the only reason he, he joined uh, Oz, which is, which is the, the military unit of the Earth government, was because, well, uh, uh, a peaceful, peaceful confrontation doesn't work. I want to be on the side of the winners. And then he saw the Gundam pilots saw what they can do saw, and 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 saw that the the colonies resolved and went no man yeah rock this I'm jumping ship yeah hell yeah okay now that, that that's, that's enough of the plot I want I don't want to give too much away but here's what I like about this now the animation is 95 and 96 okay by today's standards it's not great if if you're looking for 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 great Gundam animation and a story uh you can look for the ongoing series Iron-Blooded Orphans on Hulu as we speak but it, no, no other Gundam series can hold a candle to character development, dialogue, and storyline. Oh my God, this thing shines in all three of those areas. And to be fair, in 1995, 96, the animation was top notch.
0: Yeah, that's a, uh, when animation was actually making like that transition to digital. You know. Yes.
1: Yes, and this this is not. This is not digital. Right. That, that is, was
0: still a very early transition. Yeah, yeah, it was
1: very early. So so this was all hand drawn by 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 uh by Japanese folk in, in sweatshop conditions. So respect. <laughs> all right. Respect. Exactly. But this thing, oh my god, it, it has like I said it's it, has, it has, was it 49 episodes. Yes, it's 49 49 episodes in this series and each one of them was worth watching. Each freaking one. Loved it. Everyone had a surprise. Everyone had a, had a revelation. It was great. Cool. Yeah, I really can't. I really got to move on. I could talk about this one all day, but we're gonna go on the next one. This yes. this one also good, but a completely different vein from the wait, first. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait! You didn't give it
1: a star rating, my friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, four and a half out of five. I mean, yes. I, I'd give. Oh yeah, I'd give it five out of five if if it had if it had current level uh, of visuals. I would easily give it five. The only the only reason I didn't knock a whole point off is because this wasn't, this was, you know, 12 years ago. No more than that. 20, 22 years ago. So, uh, yeah, you have, to, you have to, you have to give it a half point back for that. That sounds pretty dang awesome. That's right. Now our next one is, is a completely different vein. This one's called the devil is a part timer. You can watch us on both Netflix and Hulu. Crazy. Exactly. Studio White Fox, uh, licensed by Siren Visual and Funimation. Original network was Tokyo MX, KBS, Sun. Uh, the original run was April 4th, 2013 to June 27th, 2013 for a total of 13 episodes. Now, like I said, you're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because, well, there's not a whole lot of episodes. But the, the whole thing starts in a, in a, in a different world. Okay. Um, uh, Entei ente il, Isla. ente Isla, sorry which means something island. I don't know. But, uh, um, and the, the main character is the devil, the devil. Is that the person
0: working at a hamburger stand?
1: Yes. Yes. That's the person working at a hamburger stand. Now uh, in this world, the magic, magic level is high. He doesn't look like that in his world. In his world, he looks like uh, a a very strapped, uh, seven foot tall human with horns, able to fly, has wings, everything like that. So
0: he looks like a badass heavy metal album cover.
1: Yes, yes, he looks like a badass heavy metal album cover, and and he's got the he's got the juice to back it up. Now, um, in his world, he decided, you know what? I'm the devil. I'm gonna take over this world. And uh, the way it is, he has uh, there are five landmasses in his world, and then they're, they're called the islands. And his is the center one, it's the largest, and then there are four others at the at the four cardinal directions that are controlled by humans. Well, he launched a simultaneous four-pronged attack on all of them. And he was rocking the house down. He was mowing through humans like nothing. But then, as always, a hero appears. A sacred hero holding a sacred holy relic of heaven. And one, one, uh, one uh, attack flanked by another, she, she routes the enemy. And when, when all of the enemy is forced back to the Devil's Island, she leads a four-pronged attack at the devil from the human islands. She beats, she she gets to the devil's castle, uh, cuts one of the devil's horns off. He decides, you know what? I'm not bowing to no stupid humans. I'm not giving you a win. He opens a portal to another dimension. He and she He and his chief general leave, but he swears. He swears on his dying breath. He will come back and rule this world forever. All right. Uh, that, that's determination. Yes, and then he exits the portal into our world, present time, and he looks like that because there's not enough magic in this world to sustain his real form. He says, <laughs> he says he's got a little magic in him that he can protect from this world, but it's like one or two spells, and he's done. Okay. So now he has to get a job. Hence, hence he's working at uh, at the the, uh, the the McDonald's of 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 this uh, of this uh, Japan. And uh, his uh, his general, who is in the back to the left, wearing a uh, what do you call it, an apron?
0: It looks like he, he looks like a, like standard burger polo shirt.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he's wearing it. Yeah, but uh, um, his 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 oh, yeah. haired subordinate, yeah, and he's wearing a, he's wearing a like yeah, a Starbucks apron. apron. Exactly. He you know he stays at home. He learned how to cook. He, he learned how to manage money. So because, you know, the, the, uh, he, he was, he was a general, he was an army general, so he knows how to manage troops and manage resources. So he was put in charge of that while, while the devil, uh, was put in charge of getting resources and getting money and getting followers and getting people, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, it's, uh, um, it's, it's all about him, uh, amassing money, amassing followers, and then finally amassing magic to open a portal back to take over, take over the, the, his old world. And it's funny. It's meant to be funny. It's, an action, it's a fantasy action comedy. That's what it is. And uh, um, you want character growth? This is it. I mean, uh, the, the, the devil learns how to be a shift manager at McDonald's. And he's good at it. Well, of course he would be. Yeah. Customer service. Wonderful. And th- th- this isn't like like the smooth-talking silver tongue devil of, of, some, of some lore. No, this is the, you know, shove-my-talons-up-your-butt kind of devil. So you didn't really expect that from him, but he learns it pretty fast. And he doesn't become good, but he doesn't stay completely bad. I mean, he was never really bad. You know, as, as far as far as devils being portrayed go, he was never evil. He just wanted to take over the world and didn't understand why stupid humans couldn't bow to his will. I mean, honestly, come on now. Yeah. I've had that same thought. There you go. So, uh, yeah, if, if you want a fun, lighthearted, re- relatively quick quick viewing experience that that'll, that'll make you laugh out loud a couple of times. Then yeah, this is it. This is, this is the one, um, uh, stars out of five. Uh, I got to give this one, uh, between a three and a half and a four. I I can't give it a full four because, uh, uh, I personally like a whole lot of, a whole lot of like fisticuffs action type stuff in my, in my anime lately. And it doesn't have any of that because obviously he's depowered. He's like, he's a kid now he's normal human power. So it's not a whole lot, but there's, there's a whole lot of, uh, of uh, um, bantering and excellent dialogue that, that, that really, really elevates, elevates this thing from your normal comedy. So yeah, three and a half between three and a half and four out of five stars. Um, and since you can watch it on Netflix or Hulu, then, you know, no matter what, no matter what service you have, you, you can watch it. And I have to recommend it. it does. It's only like 13 episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's a quick viewing. You're going to, you're going to be fine. You're not going to lose about time. In fact, you, you you're not going to, after you watch all this, you're like, okay, the time there was well spent. Oh, very cool.
0: Well, maybe I'll check that
1: out. Thank you.
0: Is that, is that all? That's
1: Seems three. That there should that's be it. more. No, that's it, man.
0: Well, no, thank you very much for this uh, Anime on the Stream review. As always, if you want to check out more from Heathen Dog, you can check out his weekly streams, uh, where he still streams Tartic Online and the super adventures. Of, well, why
1: don't you talk about it? The super adventures of Buck Fats McCool, the most unhealthy and brazenly um, law-breaking member of Starfleet. But now he's an admiral, so there are very few people who can tell him what to do. The Prime Directive is really a suggestion. Yeah, yeah. The, the The Prime Directive was only really matters if people find out you broke it. Yeah, honestly. And if no one's alive to tell the tale, well, then it didn't happen. There you go. There's no you can't
0: say you changed the society if there's actually no society there to say it was changed.
1: Boom.
0: I mean I mean uh, I mean literally, boom. I literally, you know, planets. There they go. Uh all right, well thank you very much for that. And as always, uh more next week, uh going over Shadowrun. Yes, I am, Shadowrun it is. And the week after that, more anime on the stream. yeah. Uh, we know the plan, kids. Stick around for that. That'll be fun. So I think we have a little something different coming up. Well something the same. Uh we are going to listen to when it loads. No yes, Garthon's comic Pull, where Garthon talks about comic books that he pulled this week, if he could get his computer to do what he wants it to. Uh anyway. Enough of that. First comic! Justice League of America, number two. That would be the second of the new Justice League of America series, where Batman is leading his Justice League of, uh... It's a ragtag bunch of underdogs, which, recently, ever since New 52, every time they pop in a Justice League of America, it's ragtag group of underdogs. Like, Justice League is, uh, you know, your big six. And then, uh, Justice League of America is kind of like, oh, and these guys, too. But this time, Batman <laughs> in <isn't>
1: charge. <laughs> They're the Great Lakes Avengers of the Justice League.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, they're more like the West Coast Avengers. They're not quite Great oh, okay. Lakes. Go, you have a little okay, more credit
1: than man. that. All right, all right, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you.
0: Uh, you're talking about the group that is, isn't even cool enough for Squirrel Girl anymore. Come on,
1: that's true. Well, they, they they really put a lot of a lot of pressure on Squirrel Girl to step up her game, and she has.
0: She has, and she's in a real Avengers team now, and yep. she's doing
1: quite well. And she has her own book, which is doing quite well still. I should review a book. Of okay, that. so so how how do Batman's people d- differ from the Great Lakes Avengers?
0: Uh, they have Lobo, and they actually have competent heroes. Like the Great Lakes Avengers, you know, they're they're definitely you know comedy characters. You got a guy who's completely flat. You got a guy who can't be killed. Um, he can die in horrible ways, if he keeps getting back up. Uh, then you got Lo- then you got uh oh, what's her name? You got the girl who is a supermodel. Pterodactyl. You, well. Yeah, you're, you're talking, talking about Dinosaur. There you go. Dinosaur. Yeah, the the girl cool. who's one power, she can, she looks like a ternodactyl can fly, but not very well. And then you got the girl who is a supermodel, who, but when she uses her power, she gains like 400 pounds and becomes grossly obese, but also super strong and super tough. Sounds great. Yeah, it's a, it's a heck of a team. Anyway, this is the Just League of America issue number two. Uh, in the first issue... A group of extra-dimensional aliens, not from outer space, but from another dimension. So the aliens, but not space aliens, are extra-dimensional aliens. Popped into this world and said, "Ah, your world's going to end." And I want to say I've heard that like a dozen times now. Everyone keeps popping in to the Just League, saying, "Your world's going to end, and we're going to stop it, or take you over, or save ourselves." Ever since um, Forever Evil
1: four years ago, that's been happening. So. Yeah I, I don't understand the, these extra dimensional aliens. If you have the ability to open up a portal between dimensions and walk through, you should be able to open up open a viewing station and look around. And you, you see you see Batman and Superman and Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern go, mm, pass. Uh dial dial number 2." Yeah, you see yeah. anyone flying around with an S under their chest, okay, what's plan B? You know, yeah, go, okay, to go to the next dimension. Exactly. But so, no, they never do that. No, they never do. But
0: Uh, In the last issue, they show up and say, Our dimension was destroyed, but we will protect yours. Basically, these guys were supervillains in their dimension. And at the very end, they teamed up with the heroes of their dimension to fight off whatever could destroy their dimension. And it didn't work. And they're like, you know, that's because the heroes were wusses. What we needed to do was just kick everyone's butt, take control, and if they did what we said, we would have freaking won. So their idea is to come to this world before it gets consumed by whatever. Kick everyone's butt, make them all work for them, and then they'll save the universe. That's the plan, with them in charge. That's just a side effect. Them in charge, but uh, save the universe. With
1: them. So step step one, collect underpants. Step yeah. two, step three, profit.
0: Yes. Step oh, three question God. mark. Step four profit. There you go. But they got a plan. But anyway, uh, this was written by Steve Orlando. Uh, art was by like Joe Prado and Ivan Rice, who also did this cover. The variant cover is nicer. Mark Brooks did that, but I'm not showing you that. The, uh... So anyway. At the end end of the last issue, these bad guys show up and just completely whoop the hell out of the Justice League. Uh, the JLA. Just... Just annihilates them. Um, Lobo wasn't on site to help them, so... They didn't have, like, their main cannon, So they got owned pretty quick. Uh, Batman managed to save his team... Uh, through, uh some negotiation and this issue, Batman managed to save his team through some negotiation that Black Canary does not appreciate because he basically surrenders uh, as kind of like a ruse and Black Canary's like, you don't do that, you can't just say we quit, you can't freaking do this like he's going to kill people I'm had to. You
1: I'm know,
0: Batman. You know, yeah. basically they had Adam by the throat and were about to like, you know break his neck and so Batman actually managed to talk him down from killing them all to just, you know having them surrender, which is pretty good, all things considered. Yeah. But the main thrust of this issue is these extremists, these crazy extradimensional villains called the extremists, um, go to the home country. Well, in the other dimension, it was one of the dude's home countries. And uh, it's they're having a civil war, so the guy says, you know what? I'm descended from royalty of this country in my dimension. And he just, like, takes the place over, you know, Destroys the, the military who's performing the coup, enforces martial law, uh, with the supervillains all just going there's knock the hell out of everyone. And the people – and, of course, the Justice League is like, well, we're going to stop that crap. We can't let these people have a base of operations. We can't let them have a country. And when they go to stop them, the UN stops them and says, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're a sovereign nation. You can't do that. It's an internal conflict. Like, they're they're, alien, they're bad guys. They said, well, the people have actually accepted them as their rulers and like them a lot better than anyone who's been in charge in the last 30 years. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have a problem with that. You know, even when they like try and, like, when they actually do an insurgency and go in there trying to rescue people, they feel like, what the hell are you doing? These guys are the best thing that's happened to this country in years. Which they actually kind of are. So they actually, because they just like asked has to take out one of the, uh, the underlings and, uh,. And they're like, yes, we've saved you. And they're like, you didn't save us, you jerk. And They end up having, like, let the underling go and everything. And, like, they I'm UN going to... back
1: to my job.
0: Yeah, the one has to get escorted. Has to escort them out, and they are like, look really dumb. But I like the idea. Uh, well, also, in the interim of that, I forgot to mention, before they... I forgot to mention, before... That doesn't matter. But there's a part where they actually got the supervillains to fight each other for a second. And, uh... Like, one guy's like, oh, I'm in charge now! And then they goes, no, I'm still in charge, and kills him. So, it shows we're still villains, but then they go take up a country and do a better job than the actual people there were doing. So, that's kind of where this goes up. I kind of like it in a way because it shows you can't just punch your way to justice every day. You know, the world is not solved by punching for too heroism. You know,
1: sure, makes sense.
0: You yeah. can't walk into some place and... you know You can't walk into your town hall meeting and say... There's too many potholes in the road to start punching politicians until they get filled. That, that doesn't work. You know? I hired Batman to come help me with this. I'm Batman. Batman. And, you know, he just starts punching everyone. battering. That That's not going to get the potholes filled. You know, it's not going to make the... So... Superheroes... It's not going to make the buses run on time. Right, exactly. Well, Mussolini made the trains run on time, but no one...
1: Well, yeah, yeah, it be, yeah. Be, because, you know, the, the train track underneath was millions of dead bodies.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, That's actually one of my favorite lines. You know, when uh, Mooseley was doing some interview with some some newspaper, and they kind of like said, what positive thing have you done? And he said, I made the trains run on time. Which sounds kind of flippant until until you actually look historically, and actually, it was actually a really bad situation with the trains in Italy. It was really bad. I mean, like, insanely bad. And that's actually a pretty big accomplishment, fixing that. Of course, he killed
1: everyone who didn't fix it. Right, but, right. And there, there were so so many less people around that I'm sure the trains got faster. Yeah, they were the, less crowded. And they were lighter. <laughs> they could go crowded. faster.
0: Uh, no one actually wanted to go anywhere. But, you know, they, you know the, the trains were at least on time. They were stopping for up passengers. But the uh... – anyway, so I liked the book. It was neat. I liked where it's going. Uh, they're kind of bringing a little more political element into it. It's only Issue 2, so they're still doing the whole we're not really a team yet, we're just a time bomb waiting to go off type stuff. Whatever, get over it. Um, they are still showing some effects like most, like it actually does have a nice montage of the just like, like helping regular people like, oh my house is burning, save my kitty, you know that kind of thing. Um, but even in those situations, you see they don't really trust Killer Frost, or just Frost at this point. You know, like, like oh shoot it's Frost, something's things bad she'll kill you. It's like I'm just here to help, guys. You know, just regular people still don't trust her. She's a supervillain. People on the team don't trust her. Um, they don't trust Lobo because he's, you know, the main man. Not and... trustworthy. Yes, he's dangerous. <laughs> That's
1: pretty much it, man.
0: You know, any any little thing can set him off. Like someone a car could pass by playing a rap song he doesn't like, and he's going to destroy the neighborhood. That's just how he is. So uh, you don't want the necessarily want the main man. You don't want him against you, but you're not too sure you want him for you either. But uh, I liked it. It wasn't great. I liked the art. Uh, Some of the pacing could be cleaned up a bit. Seemed a little back and forth from time to time. Um, Like things didn't flow quite like they should have. But overall, I liked the book. So I'll give it a three and a half out of five. I I enjoyed reading it. And I enjoy where the book is going right now. Uh, Another four issues, we'll see how much I like it. But right now, it's pretty solid. I like it. It's better than regular Justice League at any rate.
1: Well, yeah, that, that that just turned into a crap show.
0: Yeah, I had to stop buying it.
1: So, next book. Power
0: Man and Iron Fist, number 14. I wasn't going to review this book, but I decided I Why? should. Why? Well, I wasn't going to because I do Power Man and Iron Fist almost every, every time it comes out. But it's also, th- last issue had a different artist. And uh, Sanford Green, the artist, is back for this issue, which made me very happy, because uh, the other artists just couldn't cut the mustard for this book. I'm not saying Sanford Green is Rembrandt by any means, but the energy he brings to the book defines it. And he has a great sense of style, a great sense of pacing, and a great way of telling these street-level stories. Just adore it for this book. I don't think this book would necess- this artist would necessarily work for Superman? What do you mind, depending on the book? Um, Captain America, Iron Man. He wouldn't, probably wouldn't work for Iron Man at all. But uh, he's great. Just great for this book. Um, I'm not sure if he's... Something weird is going to be happening with this series. Soon, Iron Fist and Power Man are both getting their own series. From what I've read, a different creative team is going to be taking over Power Man and Iron Fist. But I really wonder about that if both the main characters are getting their own series and it looks like they're kind of split up. But we'll see how that works out. Anyway, written by David F. Walker, art by Sanford Green. I'll still the cover here. In this, uh, Alex Wilder, the crazy magic guy who everyone thought was dead from the runaways. Um, in the last issue, he met he got the Super Soul Stone, which actually kicked off the whole series with the uh, The Super Soul Stone causing all sorts of problems and all the crazy demon stuff that happened there. So it's kind of nice to see a lot of things coming full circle right now. You can kind of tell the creative team is going to leave because they're kind of like tying everything up that they started. Okay. But, uh, so this guy got a hold of the Super Soul Stone, which is very powerful. It's like the highest level of street magic, but it's also very freaking dangerous, as all street magic is. Street magic in... Earth turn, so it's a lot like casting without a filter. You know, dumb. Yeah, dumb, 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 dumb. It's powerful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quick and, and dirty you, powerful. you might get lucky your first few times, but eventually bad stuff happens to you. Especially right. using the bigger doses. Yep. It's not filter. Focus? Um, astral Pattern? What is that dang thing they make? Matrix? Matrix, yes. Matrix, yes. Matrix. Like casting without a matrix. That's what this, that's what street magic is, folks raw magic baby raw magic and it's powerful but it very dangerous and that's why doctor strange doesn't mess with it he's crazy so um anyway and the last issue alex wilder got a whole super soul stone and used it and was like oh that stuff takes over takes over your mind and body and turns you into a demon and you die trust me it's bad he's like no i can handle it and at the end of the issue it looks like he does you know, he's all glowing with power. He has, like, horns and stuff at the end of the issue, but he, it's, he's still him, it looks like.
1: Oh, wow. See, I was going to say, like, oh, no, I can handle it. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that in your tombstone. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, but what you see with this issue, doesn't have the, glam- the glowing aura or the horns anymore. So I guess he's controlling... So you figure he's controlling that. But he has started to get a lot of money by selling drugs. A special drug that he has invented um called using Ad- super soul Soul power well actually you kind of wonder how he's doing it um but basically like you start to see all the ramifications of these drugs he's selling everywhere and they're just getting more and more popular and everyone who does it just looks like crazy like become like if they don't get the drugs they become like crazy zombies or even if they do get it sometimes they still try, after having it too much they turn to crazy zombie people and our fistist notice like these guys kind of look like they're possessed and so they get senior magico who is a fun character and he figures out that yeah they sure hell look like they're possessed but they're not actually possessed but they're kind of on the way to it it's like a slow possession happening
1: oh wait a minute wait a minute is 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 this this guy siphoning off this whole possession energy through through the drug users that's why he can stay cool oh
0: no, that's a good thought what actually you find out what he's doing is he's he has a box That opens a hole to another dimension. A dimension with a demon in it. It's a weird eyeball, gooey, formless type demon. So he grabs like a big stock of the thing, sucks the blood out of it, and uses the blood of the demon to make the drugs. The demon has a special power Um, um, that actually makes you feel as though you are absolved from all of your sins.
1: So, oh yeah, so in, in a ghetto that would be just priceless.
0: Yep, so basically if you gave it to someone who lived who did good works their whole life, it would do nothing for them. It might make him sick. But give it to someone who's a criminal, someone who's done a lot of bad stuff, and it makes them feel great. Like they are a good person, the world is great. You know, like they're a saint walking the earth. And once you get that, they just want more. It's artificial, but oh, yeah. they'll take it. And uh... You also get to find out some freaky stuff like uh, he didn't quite control the demon of the Super Soul Stone, because you see him with his hoodie zipped open and he has a face on his chest now. It's like, yes, this is the plan. It will work. He's like, all right, well, you listen to me. I'm in charge. Yes, yes, master, whatever. But, so, yeah, that, that's going to end well. Sure. Yeah, you already know this is going to end well for Alex Wilder. He's already screwed. He's already been dead once, I guess. You know. But like I said, the whole series kind of started when Paramount Iron Fist's secretary got out of prison, and she's the sort one of who kind of tricked him into stealing the Super Soul Stone so she and her new best friend, uh, Black Mariah, could go and uh, use its power to take over Harlem. And after the power almost killed her, her and Black Mariah gave the stone up and said, All right, this was a bad idea.
1: And they went back to prison for a little bit. Oh my god, someone actually came to their senses? Wow.
0: Yeah, see, that's one of the things I liked about the book. Like, they're like, Yes, we're doing this, and then you you know, once, uh, I forgot her name, but the secretary started going, like, total demon crazy. Black Mariah, who's not a nice person, and is a superhero, started going, you know, Boo-Boo, I think this made us a bad idea. Maybe, maybe you should just give the stone up. Maybe maybe they're right. Maybe this wasn't a good plan. You know? So, because you actually you actually got the impression that Black Mariah actually does care about her. You know, they actually are good friends. She wasn't just using her, which was nice. You know, it was nice to see a little character development. A little growth. Um, but that was, like, back in issue four. Um, but now, like I said, it's coming full circle. And Black Brian, the secretary, who are, I can't remember her name, but they are now working for Alex Wilder because they've been involved in the whole Harlem gang this whole time. And he's the one who's kind of come out on top. And Black Brian's like, You know, this is great. We're making him money hand over fist. We stick with him. We're going to make it. And the and the other girl's like, Ah, he's has a super soul stone. Remember the stuff they have? And Black Brian's like, Yeah, but Alex got it. He says he got it. You see him turning into a demon? No, he's fine. It's like, ah, this is I don't, I don't, this still isn't sitting well with me. It's like, ah, oh, you worry too
1: much, Boo-Boo. But, yeah, yeah, uh, you, you go ahead and, and be, have the whole Blind Faith thing, I'm gonna build myself a little escape hatch over here.
0: Yeah, basically what she ends up doing is grabbing the, uh, the box that opens to another dimension, and taking it back to Pyramid Ironfish, she's like, look, you, know, you guys don't trust me anymore, I used you, I went back to prison out, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, but she actually tells them like, who's behind the drug, what's going on, they're like, they they know for sure it's Alex Wilder. They know for sure. we are like, she's like, she's been has been pulling de- blood out of the demon, or something in this box. They're like, what? And they open it up and uh, they grab the creepy tentacles and pulled in.
1: Oh, now they're gonna think it was all a trick.
0: Well, no, I mean she's there. She's like, oh no, you know everyone's you know. Also, meanwhile, think, while that's going on, Alex Wilder is freaking out that he can't find the box because he kind of needs that.
1: And keep yeah. his money train flowing.
0: Well, and it's a portal to another dimension. And he might need it himself. They haven't gone into that. But uh, neat book. It's getting a lot of crazy cuckoo magic right now. Then again, The book kind of started out with some crazy cuckoo magic stuff. See? But it's... To me it's gone kind of a little too far. Like it's kind of losing its street roots. And now it's more crazy black magic stuff. Which is fine. But it's still interesting to read. I still like it. Great energy about the book. But uh, you could definitely get the sense they're tying things up. Okay. So uh, I'll give it a three and a half out of five. It was good. Not great. It's actually probably the lowest rating I've given one of these books. uh, Just because not a lot got me hooked into this one. There's interesting stuff. But it seemed like this book was like building to the next issue. But still a good book. Three and a half out of five. So great, great rating. Okay. Last book this week. New Superman number nine. And come on. He's fighting against Lex Luthor, who's wearing his Superman armor. That's cool stuff, because Lex Luthor's a hero now, sort of. Yay! Sort of. <laughs> Not really, but sort of. He Well, he's a hero to himself. Uh, this was written by Gene uh, Dong Yang. Uh, art was by Victor Bogdanovich. Uh, there's a variant cover by Bernard Chang, but I don't have it. This is the regular uh, we cover we're showing. So, this is part of a new arc called Coming to America. Oh so I love that movie. Yeah, me too. Maybe they'll to go oh, I just forgot it's not McDonald's, it was uh Mick McDonald's. McDowells. 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 So they got the golden yes. arches, we have the golden arcs. That was a great film. Exactly. That was a good film. It was fun. Anyway. Um so in this The Just League of China's tying up some loose ends. You know, mainly they're just kinda hanging out. And Lex Luthor was actually in the last issue showing, like, he's working with the, uh, the new Chinese uh, Ministry of Defense, the Ministry of Supers that China has set up. Sure. Um, just helping him out, doing things, you know, as Lex Luthor does, business opportunities. And what's funny is because, like, every time you see Lex Luthor in China, he's like, he's like, hello! He's, like, speaking Mandarin. I am Lex Luthor! i sorry, my Chinese is so terrible. It's pleasure to be here! Now my interpreter take over. You know.
1: So, he probably uh, speaks perfect Mandarin, but, how, you know. Whatever.
0: How dare you accuse Lex Luthor of that kind of subterfuge?
1: <laughs> you're
0: acting as if Lex Luthor is somehow dishonest in any way.
1: No, no. You're acting as, as, as if Lex Luthor is not one of the premier minds on the planet and probably speaks 20 languages fluently.
0: <laughs> but, uh. Uh, the ministry, uh, the superhero ministry actually ad- introduced him to their Justice League, and he does the whole, hello, my name is Lex Luthor, you know, the whole, you know, terrible Mandarin. Right. Um, and so as part of an exchange program, a cultural exchange program, he asked to have the new Superman, not the rest of Justice just the new Superman, uh, because he's now famous for uh, fighting off people on TV, come to America. Because um, he actually has a little project that he wants him to help out with. And this is through a tran- through an interpreter. And the minister, and, you know, they're kind of like, well, we don't really know. He's like, like, what's in it for me is like, uh, the power I have, he actually shows him, like this stuff that's like this, he's like, could actually possibly unlock all of your powers. Now, he's been trying to slowly unlock his powers through unlocking his chi and meditation and stuff, and he's like, and so, there's some stuff going on, but he ends up, he doesn't want to go initially. But the administrator tells him, so what? You're going. It's like, well, I need an interpreter, and I, I want to choose this guy, who's also my, my instructor, who's been teaching him, like, Tai Chi and all this stuff, to try to get him to unlock sure. his powers. Right. Uh, the guy's name is actually I Ching, which, uh, nice. come on now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: that's a little on the nose, but... A little
0: on the nose, all right. So they they bring him in. Lexa was like, fine by me? Sure. But once they actually... You know, it's funny, because, like, when they're riding on the plane, you know... Lex Luthor is asking questions through I Ching, the interpreter. And he's like, you know, ask him stuff like, so are you excited to be coming to America? And he, he translates it. So Mr. Luther asked if you're excited to be coming to America. He's like, tell him I want to be freaking home. He And then he translates it as, he's excited for the opportunity to work with you, Mr. Luthor. You know, he's just basically like completely lies on everything the guy's saying.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: You know, and when Lex Luthor says something kind of, you know, he he'll translate... Basically, like Luther will say, is so is he? How how are things going? Is everything going well? And he translates. Lex Luther wants to know why you're slacking off in your training, and I've yet to unlock your chakras. Nice. You know, basically, like everything you translate into, it just becomes like an insult because this instructor is constantly working him. So, it's just it's funny to read. But eventually, after a few incidents, they uh, just minor stuff. No no fight or anything. But like. What gets them over to, Ch- to America from China is Lex shows them that things in his plants in America have been getting destroyed or going missing, usually around a special project he has. And they're like, well, what's that do with us? And he shows them, like, super slow-down footage, and it's a speedster, a Chinese speedster. Oh. Who's identified as being part of a triad game called China White. What? Come on, couldn't you make a better name than that? Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that was a dumb name. It's like, yay, heroin, I get it. China White, yeah. Um, I thought it was a dumb name. But anyway... It is a dumb name. That's what they're called, China White. So so that's when the Ministry of Defense says, okay, you're going to help them out. You need to stop this Chinese speedster before it was an international incident. But once they get there, Lex goes to show them their project and it's like some ancient it's a set of ancient chinese doors that were dug up from some tomb in china like hundreds of years ago and somehow he's acquired and of course to get the like you know appropriating chinese artifacts insults and you know it's like hey they're better here than where they were you know at least here they're actually being used and so they're like and eventually like once they have once they see the project you know, Lex Luthor kind of drops their facade and starts speaking perfect Mandarin. You know. He's like, Wait, you, you speak perfect Mandarin? He's like, Of course I do. I'm Lex Luthor. I just, sometimes it's useless for him not to know everything you can do. Uh, so I don't, we don't need your interpreter anymore. It's like, Well, I'd like you to stick around. All right, you can stay. But the door, but he ends up telling the new Superman, Conkinen, uh, that the reason he asked for him to be here specifically was not only because of the speedster, but the energy he detected in him that caused his powers to unlock is identical to that in the doors. So if, if he can get the doors open because he fears they have the same energy signature, New soups here could actually open the doors and will probably vitalize his, his powers. Or blow up. Or blow up. Sure. But Lexus will to take that risk. And, of course, the interpreter is like, this is a very bad idea. You can't shortcut getting your powers. This never works sure you out can. well. And he's like, the heck I
1: can't. I'm giving it a shot. You ever heard of Captain America? Oh, no wait, guess you haven't.
0: So, uh, <laughs> wrong universe. So he uh, pulls open the uh, the doors, the ancient Chinese doors, the oxen horse doors, I think they're called. And as he opens them up, he, boom, like all Superman powers are unlocked. Like, boom. All at once, he's like, "Hell yeah!" It's like glowing with power, feeling good, flying. And then all of a sudden, Speedster chick shows up. It's like, "No, you idiot! What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm just getting my powers, yo. What are you, the hell, are you doing?" And you know, he just starts, you know, stopping her. And it comes to fight. Like, "What are you doing? You're opening a gate to hell." He's like, "This is well, he used the, the Chinese word for it. Like, this is a gate to hell. Like, why the hell else do you think it is? Why well, don't didn't know that? Just energy and stuff."
1: could have been a gate to puppies. And
0: Luthor is like, don't be so naive. There's limitless power from that gate. We tap that, we could power the world. Don't, you're narrated. And then, of course, that's when they open up a portal and the rest of the China White Triad gang comes through and it turns into a big fight. And, uh, but they kind of convince him that, you know, hey, uh, opening a gate to hell, bad. And so, but, and then they close the door and he tries to stop them, but they close the doors. And as soon as they close him, he's back down to his old power level. And uh, he can no longer take them on because he hasn't trained hard to unlock his chakras. And
1: that's kind of where it ends. There's no. Okay, f- wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, back up, back up. Uh, is, it, is it at all uh, talked about in this comic toward the end? Um, if it is a gate to hell, and if it does unlock all of his powers when it's open, what kind of connection does he have to hell? Uh, the
0: re- uh, they don't really get into it. It's kind of hinted at. The reason it does is because uh, uh, it's, it's like pure spiritual energy flowing out of there. So because he uses spiritual energy to unlock his powers, it just fills him full. He doesn't have to worry about it. doesn't have to think. Just to concentrate. just Boom, it's there. Oh. Not that his powers are connected to evil, just with the amount of chi flowing out of the gate, he doesn't even have to worry about it. It just fills him on up. They don't say okay. if he'll – I, I guess the implication is that, you know, you suck too a hell juice, you, so you uh, end up going crazy. That's usually what happens in those situations.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a demonic
0: yellow sun. Yay! Woo-hoo. That's basically what it is for him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, so it ends with him kind of seeing their point. Lex Luther's all ticked off, um, but he can't fight him with his current state, so he's kind of screwed. But Lex Luthor kind of comes out in his power armor and says, you think I'm letting people take this from me? And that's where it ends. He doesn't exactly say that, but essentially that's what it is. It's like, I'm freaking Lex yeah, Luthor.
1: Yeah, yeah. He he, build, he builds armor to fight Superman. Uh, China White is going to be uh, Red Salsa pretty soon.
0: Yeah, he could take on a 2nd group of Chinese villains. He, he's really not too afraid yeah. of
1: that. No, no.
0: This is the guy who actually took over Apocalypse for a while. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, of course, Darkseid wasn't there at the time, but there were still quite a lot of badasses there, and he was still able to whoop
1: them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got the cred. He can do this.
0: Yes, and he's a businessman, so he has a lot going for him. Uh, but I liked the book. It was fun to read. Um, this, I, for, I, I don't take this book 100%. I, some comics I take kind of seriously. This one I don't. This one's fun to read. Um, it has a young protagonist in con Keen, in the new superman and he acts like it and it's not like he got his powers and within three issues uncle ben's dead and he learns responsibility no 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 this guy you know his mom he, he was a jerk because his mom died in a plane crash when he was little and his father always seemed to blame him for that and so he just grew up being a jerk
1: wait wait was he the pilot
0: no Okay, then screw that dad. It was one of the things like his mom wouldn't have been on the flight if something – but actually – but they eventually through the series a few issues ago. Like him and his dad – it turns out his dad was actually a super quote-unquote villain uh, of Chinese freedom fighters that he actually ended up going up against for the ministry. And then during that time when they figured out who each other was, they kind of had like a big heart-to-heart talk. You know, it's like, you know, I love her. i never blamed you for her death. You know, you shouldn't blame yourself either. It's not your fault she was on that plane. You know, i never blamed you. you were, that was something you just put off on me because you didn't want to blame yourself. And, you know, and he kind of had to face that. That's, he's kind of become, over the last nine issues, he's gone from, like, a really reprehensible character to only a slightly... Pet, re-
1: petulant little snot to average teenager.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's not quite... He's not a hero yet, not by any means. But he's a pretty typical teenager at this point. Where it's like, well shortcut to power? Hell yeah. I don't want to spend hours and hours meditating on my freaking chakras and crap. You know. Of course once it's oh that's a gate to hell? Okay, I did know that. Someone could have let me know that.
1: And I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No no one no one gave me the pamphlet on this, you know. I I, I didn't I didn't read the, the, the warnings. Uh, you know,
0: Chinese got a lot of hells, so as they say, in Big Trouble Little China, so it could be a lot of them. There you go, yeah.
1: This could be the not so bad one, you
0: yeah. know? Yeah.
1: This could be the hell filled with uh, millions of tons of shrimp.
0: That's it okay. could be. Or it could be the hell where people are skinned alive and set symbol, you know?
1: Sometimes you got to take a risk. You do. I, I'm voting for shrimp. <laughs> I do like shrimp. Especially like fried coconut
0: shrimp. That's good stuff, man. I don't like shrimp cocktails though. Isn't it raw. They're always slimy and crappy. I yeah, oh. don't like it. Even a good one's still bad. Cold. Anyway, anyway. But Conkyn uh, at the newsroom has had a nice journey so far. Uh, it's a fun read. Every issue. I. It actually went from a concept that I was going to get like two issues of just to say I had them, to something I really enjoyed reading and look forward to getting. Uh, I love when it comes out. I like the supporting uh, characters. Everything in this book has been spot on. I'm really enjoying this book. Um, it's one of DC's best books. It's kind of overlooked, I think. It deserves a lot more praise than it gets. Because uh, it's a fun book. It's good to read. Uh, but oh. I will give this issue because I really got a kick out of the Lex Luthor stuff for four out of five. Because, come
1: on, Lex is fun.
0: Yeah, he is. When he's not, like, being crazy and evil.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, they're actually... Mostly in, in all of the animation, he's he's he becomes unhinged by the end of the movie or the series or whatever. Right. But in, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in most of the mainstream comics, he always keeps his composure. He's never crazy.
0: Right. He hasn't been crazy he, since like the 60s.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not crazy. He's just, you know, he thinks he's right. He's like Doctor Doom. He thinks he's right and he thinks you're wrong and he's not willing to put up with your crap. And honestly, he's
0: probably smarter than you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it a four to five, liked this issue, uh, they're doing a great job with this series, if you are thinking of getting, like, a Superman book, well the actual Superman book's going really good right now, but this is a fun book to read. Um, yeah, I, I've enjoyed every issue of it, some more than others, but it's had some nice things, uh, some nice story arcs, and uh, they also do a good job in portraying the political climate of China, the political climate of China itself, uh. Without being too preachy, too annoying, it's just been a fun ride so far, and I'm looking forward to the next issue. Great. That brings us to
1: the ring, rung, the RNG. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> the, oh, the R, RNG. Okay, no, yeah, I'm not watching the ring. You're going, Jesus, man. on girls crawling out of TVs and stuff. I don't need that. I, I like my monitor. I don't want to be forever defiled by a prepubescent evil spirit. Ugh.
0: what do you do when you have a pre evil spirit
1: uh, no, not, no, it's not going to go to school the, it's not going to clean it's room no, no this, is, this is what I've learned in all of the, the lore and, and movies that, that are based on the lore and books that, that are based on the lore of both Japanese and Polish uh, po- well no I'm sorry Jewish uh, a lot of them are Polish but Jewish spirits you don't win you die yeah, that's pretty how it goes. If uh yes, if a Jewish spirit or a Japanese spirit sees you and it's bad, you're dead. You're gonna die. There's no way around it. You're gonna die. And the only that is the, how
0: America won World War Two. There you go.
1: <laughs> Historically, the only way to defeat an evil Japanese or Jewish spirit is to imprison it. But it always gets out. So there's always gonna be somebody else who got imprisoned again. That's all. That's it. You can't kill them. You can't beat them. You can't do anything. You have to shove them in a little girl or a an animal or an item and hope and hope to your deity that that no one no one opens up that box or that little girl's going to die someday and the spirit's going to be free and blah and it's bad. So you know if, if if someone says, "Oh no, this this is an ancient Jewish artifact," or "Oh no, this is an ancient Japanese artifact," just leave before they open it. Leave and never come back. That person is dead. Take them off your phone. Because if you they're get a no phone call
0: on, from them, it's not going to be good.
1: Yes, yes, no, no. Take them off your phone. Uh, if or or better yet, better yet, uh, change it from their name to "disaster is calling." To and don't de- answer or just write "death" in their name. Yeah. Yes. Oh, look, I'm getting a call from death. I don't think I'll accept that. Yeah, yeah. Pass. Hard pass on that one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, they're they're done. They're done. On Un, on Facebook friend them.
0: Yeah, it's probably a good idea, too, because other posts are going to become, you know, another day, another possession, you know, 15 things to do when you're dead and fabulous. You don't want to read that crap.
1: Crap you don't care about, sure. Yeah, honestly. Anyway, you had something you wanted to discuss in the RNG. Yes, yes, Iron Fist. Now, I haven't seen it, obviously, because I'm not an insider, and it is not, you know, six days from now. But uh, I have read a lot of reviews from people who have seen it. And they always say the same thing. Which the very, is? The very first Marvel Netflix fail. Yeah, I've seen a couple of those myself. Yeah. And then I read it. I'm like, why do you think it's a fail? And these two things always come up. And they get my blood pressure cooking. The mm-hmm. first one is, well, they they could have cast someone but a white actor in this in this role that could have been filled by an Asian one, which doesn't make any sense because in the comics the characters exactly white. doesn't make any freaking sense. But they always say it, even even if a couple of them caveat that thing right away. But it is the original, the original storyline of the Iron Fist that he is a white American. Kid. Yes, that's right. You're being true to the comic. Oh God, what could we do? yeah if, if you if you cast this to an Asian uh, actor, what you would do is piss off like I don't know 30 percent of the people who are going to watch this and make them not watch it.
0: Probably take off seventy percent of comic nerds. There are some who just roll with it, but seventy percent I guess would be, be pretty annoyed. Exactly,
1: by it. they would they would just be be so pissed off. They, they they'd be they throwing up their way-
0: hands, yelling about political correctness.
1: Oh yeah, they would rage everywhere. It's awful. It mm, critiquing something poorly because it's staying true to its source material is always stupid. Always, always stupid, and should be ignored at every turn, every single one. That's number one. I'll agree with that. Okay. Number two, it's uh, every single critique of the first few episodes was that it's so slow. I mean, he keeps trying to, to prove that he's him. Well, man, he's been gone for 15 years. He was 10 years old last time anyone saw him. He's 25 now. He doesn't look the same. I mean, no one's going be- to – he has to get enough people to believe him to force a blood test, and then that blood test has got to come back positive before any legal standing is changed. That's not going to be done in a day, you freaking idiot. This This makes it real. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage – All of all of these storylines are street based. They're all based in a reality that everyone can understand. If, if, if Danny Rand comes back and says, Hey, I'm Danny Rand. And 48 hours later, everyone says, "Yep, you're Danny Rand. Completely unbelievable. They're sticking with the Netflix reality here. And that reality is as close to our reality as possible without being without being overly stupid. Like in our reality, it would take 6 months to a year for him to prove that he's Danny Rand. But in the Netflix reality, they'll probably taper that down to a couple of weeks. And I get it. Fine. If you if you argue with that, you're just a freaking idiot. Stupid. It, it 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 creates an unbelievable event in in, in a in a world that, that the Marvel slash Netflix genre has created to be as believable as possible. It's a wrong turn. They couldn't take it. They had to go the right way. I'm sorry if you think it makes the first few episodes slow. It has to happen to to keep 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 the story in the same world as these other series. I don't
0: know, the first few episodes Jessica Jones were really dang slow too.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you 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 had to you had to really feel her without the explanation, because they they, they, they they wanted to get the whole battered woman thing, to to really hit home with you. I mean, they they wanted to see see you. Uh, they wanted to have you see her, react in ways that you don't understand if you haven't been in the situation she's been, and then explain the situation, and then you're like, oh, okay, I get it. And that's reality when you meet a woman who has been through what she has repeatedly raped and her, her 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 mind completely taken over, she she is going to act in ways counter to what you are accustomed to. And it's going to seem completely strange and off-putting, and you're not going to understand what's going on until she trusts you enough to tell you the story. And then you're going to be like, oh, damn. I was thinking stupid things, and now I'm sad for thinking stupid things. And that's exactly what they wanted you to do. That's exactly what they were going for and that's exactly what they got. I love it. Now this whole Danny Rand thing, yeah, it makes it slow. It's not as emotionally Im- it doesn't have the emotional impact that the Jessica Jones thing did. I get it. But to, to go the other way goes against the entire universe that you've already created leading up to this. They couldn't do it. You have to understand that going in. Like an intelligent human being. Well, yeah. And then you're fine.
0: I think people are always just trying to look for a reason to be upset. I I think people are looking at the Iron Fist thing without knowing anything about the character and saying, Well, this is supposed to be like martial arts and stuff. Why isn't he like doing martial arts stuff and why isn't he Asian and why how how come I there I have read some stuff that you could be put up as valid criticism. Like, uh this white guy shows up at this Asian girl's dojo that she owns and she's the master of and he like totally out martial arts her. Well, yeah, but then he's, you know iron fist and he's been doing nothing but training to save his life for 10 years
1: 15 i think in this one it was 15
0: yeah like 10 or 15 years that's all he's done yeah so yeah she's probably she's probably really good probably was trained by her father who's a master okay great yeah great she wasn't doing it you know 15 16 hours a day every day or she died yeah
1: and and had like like five to ten different masters who all all of them treated him like like loved him but treated him like you know, trained him like, like, like he was a, like garbage. a rented mule. Exactly. You know, the, the, the yeah, it was completely different, diff, different uh, skill level be, because his life was so much factors more harder than hers was. Right. I mean, like oh, she lives in a ghetto. Like I, I lived. You know, he, he, he lived in a, in a six by six stone room that he was beaten in Uh ghetto. Sounds great. You got running water. Yeah, I, you know. I had a pail.
0: I had a pail. I had to fill it myself, and they didn't let me sleep near the water. No, no, no. No, no, my friends, Sleep near the water. That's where the astral crocodiles eat you. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, whatever. Just enjoy. People just can't enjoy the ride anymore. People always got to right. like, start looking for like, oh, look at that depression. No, it's not that. But how right. about, no, no, no. Just, yeah. But, it's but not, for, like he, for it's the, not like he on. spent a year over there and, like, totally got the culture, man. He's, like, totally yeah, down. exactly. And he got exactly. a real appreciation for it. Now, yeah. No, no, that's not yeah, what
1: happened. He, yeah, he, he, he wasn't taking a gap year between high school and college and traveling Europe. No, <laughs> gap year. no he wasn't doing that. And, uh, but uh, I only bring up those two because th- those are the two absolute ridiculous criticisms that everyone, for some reason, is bringing up. All the other ones I've read have at least some merit. Some. You know, okay, I can see your point of view. That's got some merit. I'm not going to rage on that. But these these two points I brought up no merit whatsoever. None. Shut up about it. Shut your holes. There are plenty of other movies that have been wrong on this point. Like uh I can see that the the, uh, the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tilda. Wonderful actress. If you want an androgynous, uh, unknown age factor actor to, to to play a role and you got it for it, she will burn the hell out of that role. But uh, you were supposed to be an ancient one Chinese master and you're a middle-aged white woman. I get it. I get the rage. I mean, if, if you want someone to play someone of indeterminate age, Tilda Swindon is the woman. Because you know you, you you put the right makeup on her, I could probably buy that she's 14 for crying out loud or 80. <laughs> I mean, I swear to God, I could. She is she's freaking ageless. I mean, pe- pe- people say, oh, Keanu Reeves is ageless. No, this woman is a good vampire. This woman is the ageless one. I get it. And there there, there was this other one. There was this other movie. I completely forget the actress or the name of the movie. But you you can you can probably see it. It was it was a half Hawaiian, half Japanese woman, and this was in Hawaii and. And something was going on, and it was it was played by a white woman. It was like rage, rage, rage. And then you look at a picture of the actual person this is based on. Guess what she looks like? Looks like a white woman. She looks exactly like a white woman. (laughs) Like exactly like a white woman. Like you're you're half Asian. You're 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 half Asian and a quarter Hawaiian. No, you're not. You're freaking German and French. Shut up. (laughs) Exactly. You look at her, and she was cast for the role of the person who the movie is based on once that happened your 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 racism debate is trumped because it was properly cast for the story <laughs> i mean come on stop railing a, 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 against the the cage of your own ignorance i mean the the the, the actress that played played her, played the woman looks like the woman well
0: astro 66 made the point that the old one was tibetan in the original uh Doctor Strange story, so if they made him Tibetan, they wouldn't be able to sell it in China because China doesn't like that stuff.
1: Yes. No, no, but, they right.
0: but in my
1: defense is they could have just
0: said, okay, he's Chinese.
1: Yes, they could have done that. And then China would have been great. They, they actually hated Tibet on this one. Woo! And then you could keep the market. So if, if it was just money, if it was just about money, make him Chinese. and also, Alienate well, Tibetans, screw you could, them.
0: You could do that and then take away the whole um, ancient one getting offed by her own student thing. You know, yeah, you can do that too. Sure. It only Tibetans. Tibetans don't buy movie tickets. As you were sixty six.
1: Yeah, I- exactly. So, so the studio wouldn't care. So the only reason I can think that that that, that Tilda Swinton was was in that role was to put seats in theaters. But the thing is, she doesn't put seats in theaters. You mean put butts? You in had seats? Cumberbatch. Yeah, oh, i go yeah, and yeah, watch but, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you had Cumberbatch. You didn't need anyone else, man. That no, was I, it. That was your block. That 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 was the period after the sentence. I just that think was it I think that their
0: discussion on that went so far as oh man, we can't have some Chinese guy in a Fu Manchu role you, you know, the guy that's just yeah, let's alright, let's avoid that by having like this white chick do it instead. They was like you know you're gonna get flack for this like do you want flack for having a white chick in a role that was done by an Asian in the book? Or do you want flack for having an Asian guy saying, Oh me teaching you magic? Yeah, that's probably what happened.
1: Yeah, see, I don't I don't get that either. I mean, no see, one –
0: See, I wouldn't have made that argument myself, but for stuff I've read,
1: that was the argument. Okay, well, that's a dumb argument, number one. I agree. Um, yeah, and number two, I mean, you, you, you could have thrown Chow Yun fat into there, man. See, that was my suggestion. Yeah, you could have thrown him in there, and there would have been awesomeness just everywhere. It would have been great. And when he died, people were going, "Oh, fuck, Shia Fat." Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I apologize. I said I had an f bomb. I'm sorry. Uh, but they're like, "Oh, giant Fat died," and, and instead of Tilda Swin died, you're like, "Oh, thank God, I've got to watch her anymore." You kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, I hoped it was coming. Only I hoped it was coming sooner <laughs> because you know she is an excellent. She is an excellent actress. In certain roles, yeah, I thought, in, she, I, I like, indie, like eighty, indie films.
0: I'll say eighty. I'll throw out a number about eighty percent of the people watched it. Thought she was miscast. Yes,
1: it didn't make uh, any sense. No, none at all. None at all. None you're at
0: you're all. in a made up Asian country, um, full of Asian people, but somehow the master of this place is a white girl. Intersecting. And, her second and black
1: not girl. only that, not only that, she's a thousand years old. Yeah. A thousand years ago, uh, an, uh, uh, an ancient master of, of magic and martial arts would not have been white. Possibly. Uh, well, no, you know, no, she no, was, no, 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 no,
0: no. She was chilling with Marco Polo. She's like, yo, I stay nope. here, learn nope. martial arts.
1: I know Marco the Polo, come that. on. That's not a, I know, that's a, like six years. A, a, yeah, yeah. A, 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 a thousand years ago, we're, we're, we're talking, you know. Well,
0: I, a thousand years ago, there was, there was no
1: stable... Uh, route to that area for trade There's, there was no way for white exactly to get none none no exactly right so this person would not be white at, at, at this, this person really should be uh either um, actually no that's that's like uh that's like uh west asian really but um you know turkish maybe or you know uh, uh, some, some something from a muslim faith because uh they had they, they had they had really, really great culture back then. And uh, there was also the, the the Western Roman Empire was still going on for another 300 years at that point. So they, 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 had, they had a lot of great culture. But China really is the only way to go in that. Right. They yeah. had a
0: stable culture for 4000 years.
1: Exactly. So, you know, China, China was the best bet that a thousand year old person would have these these ancient magical secrets. And they 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 flubbed it, flubbed it. He- no, I agree, I agree. But yeah, that that that's all I got.
0: All right. Well, I'm still looking forward to this series. Hope it does well. But uh, I had something I wanted to talk about. Kind of not necessarily those lines, but something coming up in a movie adaptation of a comic that I just have to raise my eyebrows and go, "What the hell?" And that is Ghost in the Shell is coming out. All right. Let's step over. We're going to step over. Or Tiptoe Around the Elephant in where you have Scarlett Johansson playing a character named Kusanagi in Japan.
1: Yeah, who, yep.
0: yeah we're going to step around that because everyone knows that's stupid. Um, but we just kind of had to talk about that. Anyway, what gets me about this is I had watched previews like on my Facebook feed without the sound on. And a lot of the scenes they were showing look incredible. They look like they're pulled straight out of the manga or the anime. Just directly ripped, look incredible. Like, hell yeah! And then, when I went to see Logan, they had a preview for it, and I actually saw it with sound for the first time. And there's all these scenes of her them talking to her like... They took your life, but you didn't give them permission. I had a child? Like, wait, what? They turned a story which is about emerging AI and the place of machines versus humanity and what makes you actually human and all this other stuff about philosophy and your rights to control what you do with your own life and all these other things. They they, they made her into RoboCop. Yeah, they they turned it into a a sexy RoboCop. Yep. Where it's like, oh, no, they took away my past. Oh, no. Oh, they tried to erase my memory. I have a family. No! Uh, Ezra says they changed her name. It's not Kusanai. It's just Major now. Oh, God. So it's they completely gutted the heart and soul of what the series was supposed to be about. It's no longer about, at least from what I've seen in the previews, because none of that crap was in any of the ser- anime or manga, about her, you know, the taking away her life away or any of that crap. Having a life before at all. Well, actually, in the manga, they mention that. There's actually a few scenes of her and Batu talking to each other, like, where they're like, they knew who they were before. They made the decision to have all these cybernetics to become full cyborg. That they, you know, they actually kind of wonder to each other, like, they've never actually seen their brains. How do they know that they're not just AIs with pasts programmed into them? They've never seen their own brains. they don't know that they're, they have, what proof they have they actually are human or at this point. You know yeah you know, at that point your know, kind of has no man, it's too heavy for me. Yep, I go. know I'm human because I am. So I think therefore I am there you are yeah, that's pretty much how it is. And so that's when you start also getting into the whole dichotomy with the puppet master who actually you think is a person who turns out to be an AI who became too powerful and slipped its bondage to and it's worried about being killed. So, which actually would have been an awesome story, and is an awesome story, but they turned it into cheap RoboCop, well, expensive RoboCop. Rib-off. Yeah,
1: expensive RoboCop. Yeah, the RoboCop was cheap. Yeah, this, this one's expensive, right?
0: Yeah, Azure Room 66, and Green Green's like, yeah, they changed the story so much, only the visuals tie back. And that's right. And a lot of the visuals are spot on. They look incredible, got me kind of excited. Then once I started hearing the dialogue stuff, it's like, this makes no sense. This has no bearing on Yeah, Michelle.
1: Yeah, if, if if you if you watch the anime or or uh, or, or or read the, the the manga, you have to go into this thinking that no, this is a different story altogether. You have to you have to wash your brain before you before you enter the theater, and then maybe you'll enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna watch it, out of morbid curiosity. I do not guarantee any enjoyment.
1: I'm not even gonna watch it.
0: I'm gonna have snacks. I will enjoy my snacks. There you go, good, good plan, good plan. There you go, but uh and I'm going to sneak them in because I'm not paying five dollars for a box oh. of red vines.
1: Oh <sighs> no, hell! Anyway, um, that's why I make my wife carry a big purse.
0: That's right, man. My wife won't carry a purse. That's okay. I wear a jacket. Uh, Has pockets on the inside.
1: It is cold. I mean, in the summer that doesn't work, but
0: yeah. Shh, okay. I wear it. It's cold in the theater. I I need a jacket anyway. I'll carry in a jacket because it's damn, too damn cold in the theater. Anyway. Um, but, as I said, I... So that has me very worried about Ghost in the Shell. Ugh. It's going to make... It, again, it's going to be one of those things where they make a comic a movie based off a very popular nerd franchise. And everyone's going to see is it, going to like, why do the nerds like this so much? Oh, it's because they like girls who uh, who can kick ass and have boobs. No, that's not it. That doesn't hurt. Don't get me wrong. But uh, that is yeah. not it. Um, but anyway, I went to see Logan. So I'm going to give you my official Legion of Myth review of Logan. I was in, underwhelmed. In theaters now. You know, that's that's not... that Okay.
1: Um, you were underwhelmed too. You were underwhelmed too because because you saw that movie before many years ago. Actually, I, I didn't. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah, it yeah. was. It was Children of Men. But yes. also, if you were expecting the old man Logan storyline for the comic books... You were wrong. you were so wrong. Just that's why they didn't call Old Man Logan. They just called it Logan. That, that sounds like you know a perfume. You walk into a into an upper end department store. And they're like Logan, and then they spray you with something. and You're like, oh, it smells like leather. You know. Anyway, um, smell like leather and shame. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the references to sh- the Shane though, the old western Shane. That
1: was good. Yeah, I liked yeah.
0: that. That actually, I, I like that. But
1: I, wa- All
0: right, you couldn't do the old man Logan book, you just couldn't. I mean, there are a No, really no, sure, the, no. The,
1: the Hulk land. Yeah, you can't once do you start that, dealing no.
0: with inbred hillbilly hulks, no, you can't. <laughs> it do goes that. off
1: the rails for a movie. Yeah, yeah, I got in, it.
0: you're easily off the rails. As a way to take the whole Fox X-Men series, put a bow on it, and say we're done, and uh, we're both sorry, and you're welcome you know this was the perfect ending you know ties everything together professor x killed the x-men which is dumb but okay i'll take it um and you deal with the adamantium is now poisoning logan and that's why he's not that's why he's aging and stuff now okay
1: i'm down with that sure i'm not down with that i'm not
0: that's then that, it's dumb but i'll i'm down with it why not cuz honestly right. the way his mutant power works if it was poisoning him, his body would just eject it from him. So yeah. he would wake up one morning and have a metal skeleton next to him.
1: Well, no, no, no. I, I, I get it that it can't eject be, yeah, because can't. adamantium – No, yeah, well, stop it, stop it's it. Woven, I mean, in, it's uh, woven
0: into his bones.
1: Yes, so. yes, but, but but adamantium has in, – in many iterations uh, has to have a, a molecular destabilizer – you know, fired on it, and then it has to be heated to a certain temperature to even be malleable at well, all. no, he doesn't,
0: he doesn't have to make it malleable. He could move his cells around the adamantium.
1: I don't think his cells can do that. I, I, th- I, I think they only, they only regenerate to the point where the, the original blueprint. Nope,
0: nope. It, well, in the comics, he could do it.
1: Okay, all right, good.
0: But anyway, this is in the comic books. Uh, as we were saying, they're making it more X and moves with the first class crew. That's fine. I liked the first class crew; they were pretty good for the X yeah, moves. But actually, uh, sure. But with the whole Logan thing, it tied up Professor X's storyline. Um, the whole silly. I like. I kind of liked how they brought in the comic books, and they actually were like this is crap. I thought this isn't what happened. I kind of like how they acknowledged the comics were kind of real, because even in the, Mar- in the Marvel universe, like in the comic books there are comic books. and right. Some of them are actually officially licensed by... Like, Iron Man's or comics are officially licensed within the comic. So he actually gets a kickback from Iron Man comics. Nice. They don't mention it all the time, but he does. Uh, Captain America's kickback goes directly to charity.
1: Sure, uh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, because he's Captain America. Hail Hydra. Um, stop it. <laughs> well, that's becoming a big story. But... Uh, I, I thought that the movie was kind of slow... Except when I was thinking this movie was kind of slow, it ended. I was like, "Oh, that actually went and by that reasonably was, that was, quick." That
1: was best. Yeah, <laughs> but I never felt it got anywhere. No, it didn't. I, I didn't feel that either. I mean, I watched it, and it was all—it was all just a giant string of sad. Right. With, it, it got to the point a... where any
0: time, like Logan, would say hello to someone, I just was like, "Oh God, no, they're dead." You know, yep. like. Eric LaSalle's very nice family oh we'll share our charity instead of saying you are dead if we look at you we're moving they're like okay well Professor X wants to get a nice home cooked dinner okay this is the family you could have had Logan yeah well I'm going to be dead in about three days thanks for that Chuck you know so and I think they want an excuse to have Wolverine fight Wolverine because who wouldn't want that Um, that's true that's That's a little bit of fan service and actually, I thought that uh, I just blanked on his name. The actor who played Wolverine, Hugh Jackman. Yep. Um, he honestly tore it up. He did a great job. He
1: did. Because he, he is did. not he that old and pathetic, but he did a great no, job for. No, he it. he did a great job playing someone who is decrepit.
0: Yes, and especially yeah. like I thought, gosh, he's was looking really old. And then when I saw like the him playing the young Wolverine, like oh, he's just a good actor. I forgot that. Which you should forget that when you're watching a film that this guy's acting. Yeah, and so yes, he did a fantastic job. Uh, the girl, did, did. Who, I, have, I have to give props to that too. The girl, put x twenty three, did a fantastic job for a little kid actor.
1: She was he, great. Yeah, yeah. For I hate doing that caveat for a little kid actor. Well, they don't have the experience
0: Ugh. to know how to act. I
1: know, they're. I know, but you know. Well, know, okay. she, she was playing she 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 was playing something that, that, that she should just play herself. I okay. mean because okay. She, she she's a teenage girl. She, right. This girl did so, a better
0: job at X twenty three than Chris Hemworth has ever done at
1: Thor. No, I yes. cannot say that. I can't no, I on. cannot say that. What I will say is that she did a much better job as X twenty three as Hayden Christensen did as Anakin Skywalker. Oh that we could easily agree on. Yes. Yes. Easily. Yes.
0: Alright, yes. headshake across the internet. Absolutely.
1: Yep. Yep. real pieces um yep.
0: but i can't say i loved the film i thought it was the, if i if there's like a, a line between bad and good it's on the good side of that line if there's a line between good if there's a thin line between good and
1: great it's still on the good side yeah definitely definitely i mean uh um i i for to me i think it's closer to bad than than you think it is but it's still on the good side right uh, the, the the reason i say that is because uh um, I'm not a big fan of the unhappy ending. In in a movie, I'm i I'm a freaking American man. I want a happy ending. I want I, I want the guy to get the girl. I want the I want the good guys to win. I want all that stuff. Oh no, you I left that. That's, that's just I left
0: that theater unfulfilled. they I mean, if they had had like a, a post credit scene, maybe I would have felt better. They didn't have that. That's how unfulfilled I was, you know. Ugh. You know it was like you know being promised a little action the you know the night before and the next day rolls around and you're going to bed and then nothing still
1: happened that's that's the kind of disappointment yeah. it was that's yeah that's bad you're right. yep that's how i felt i mean i i, I mean uh my one, one, one of my friends uh told me oh man this the, this movie's great, you're gonna love it it's a it's a, a japanese action movie it's got Chary and fan and it's great and I watched it uh and the ending. Uh, I'm 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 going to see. I'm, I'm not going to say the title. I'm going to see if you can tell me. Um, there was a woman who is going blind, and there was there was a, a reformed hitman who who was going to donate his cornea to her. And uh, during the last fight, his eyes got ruined, and she had just gone blind. And they were crawling toward each other as they were both dying, but they missed each other because they're both blind. And then they both died feet from each other, never having touched each other. I think I've seen that film. Yeah. You have, and it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. It's sad. It's depressing. He said it was a great film, and you know, you know. But that was a Chinese action film. Yes, yes, it was a Chinese. It was. I I get it. I get it. Fine, but man, it was awful, and I hated myself for watching it. I still have to say it was a good movie because technically and. Theatrically and acting and storyline, it was a good movie, but the ending was oh, un-American. Yeah, totally I unfulfilling. Cannot, yes, unfulfilling. I cannot, I cannot support it in any way, and I believe it was called Hard Boiled. I think it might have been Hard Boiled. Yes.
0: But yeah, that was just a really depressing ending of that film. But yeah, Logan had a very depressing ending. It was like, God, why did... yes. And, and yes. I didn't under- – i It's understand. same thing.
1: Uh,
0: as it says, there's a post credit scene with Kong the beginning of the... Oh, for the King Kong field, there's a post credit scene. That's awesome. That doesn't help me.
1: No, that doesn't help anyone here. Come on, man. Maybe
0: if I see King Kong, which I'm interested in. But not that interested. I'm more interested in Shin Godzilla. Go But, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, that was Logan. If I had to give it a star rating, I'll give it a... I
1: don't know. 3? Yeah, you have, to, you have to give it a three because Hugh Jackman's acting was excellent. Uh, Patrick Stewart's acting was excellent. The the storyline was you know realistic for the for, for the, the universe whole, it's uh, in background. Yeah, for the universe it's in and and the background they gave it great. The ending blew nuts, and everyone knows that. Everyone understands that. So we let that go. Well, the people who um, loved
0: it are fun. Like, oh, but that's reality, man. You're like, you exactly. have a guy with a regeneration
1: factor and claws. Claws the, of, of unbreakable metal. So, you know what? Reality's got to go at the door at some point. Who just
0: happens to have a bullet with him that can kill him, which has never been mentioned ever before.
1: No, which doesn't work. We already know that be, be, because in, uh, in an earlier film, he was shot with a couple of adamantium bullets, and all it did was take away his freaking memory.
0: Yep. remember that? Yeah, yeah. So basically, what's gonna happen is, uh, you know, clone Logan is gonna get up and go, ah, head deformed, and uh, if the government don't find him, he's gonna run off and slice that part of his head off so it fits good again, and uh, or maybe hammer it a rock till it bends in place. I don't know. And then he's gonna have to go gurger schnick, snick bub bub until he gets some memories, and then the cycle will begin anew. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So the, the, that 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 whole adamantium bullet thing was bullcrap from the beginning and it hurt me it hurt me in my in my soul having them put that in there having having known that they've already got a movie where where one or two adamantium bullets put through his head all it did was erase his memory that's it that's all it did it didn't kill him it, it knocked him out for a minute and and then he, he forgot his true love or whatever whatever fine it's not gonna kill him
0: uh says the claws were broken in the wolverine I noticed that they retconned the Wolverine completely out. Like, that film doesn't exist. Of course they
1: would, because the movie sucked. That movie had some neat parts in it, but the ending was awful. Yes, yes. I mean, the the ending was awful. The whole thing with Deadpool was awful, but, you know, the... Well, the Deadpool Pat- thing was in uh, the Wolverine. was in The
0: Deadpool thing was in the Wolverine. The one we got as claws, claws cut off was, uh, what was that?
1: No, Wolverine Origins was with Deadpool. The Wolverine oh, okay. was there the one with yeah, Silver Wolverine. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, the, the Wolverine Origins was, was was the one where, you know, guess what? This one sucked. We're going to forget about it. Sorry, man. You can't forget about it. You put it out there in the universe. It's done. It's there.
0: <laughs> and then they it's made there. the Wolverine. And now and yeah. they're saying, forget about that one too. Even oh, That one stop has some it. great scenes stop. in it. They are. They cut his claws off, and then they like sucked his regeneration factor out because it has to be done through the claw holes. Because that's everyone knows when you're sucking out regeneration, it has to be done through the claw holes. Oh
1: yeah, common knowledge, sure. Uh... Terrible. Yeah, we're we're ending this stream on a really bad note.
0: No, I don't think so. Do I have any positive? Do I have? I
1: always have have any positive, positive. man.
0: Uh, Stormblood is coming out for Final Fantasy XIV, and I'm pretty excited about it. Um, Breath of the Wild, uh, the new uh, Zelda, a.k.a. Link game. Zelda is not the name of the, uh, the elf boy with the sword. That's Link. Zelda's the princess who's always in trouble. Not always, but in general. Um, Breath of the Wild just got released for the Wii U and the Nintendo Switch. Which was funny, because it was uh, years ago uh, previewed as a Wii U title coming out. and was super, super excited. And then when they announced the Nintendo Switch initially, they did not announce Breath of the Wild as the launch title. And everyone was like, oh, my God. And I, I said on this podcast, it's launching as a, it's going to be a launch title. And I was right, because I told other people about it, like, no, no, Nintendo's national launch. title. like, are you nuts? They're good. They have a Zelda game completed that isn't released. And you don't think they're not going to launch it on their flagship new system. You are nuts. And within day, right before they're going to launch it. Oh, add a new Zelda game for the Switch. Yeah, like we didn't see that coming. You delayed the release on the Wii U so you could also push it out for the Switch. We all know that. That's why it wasn't released when it was supposed to be released on the Wii U, because at that point you'd already cut money on the Wii U when you wanted it to die. Uh, Asraum says, uh, Game of Thrones season seven starts July 16th. That's something yeah, to yeah, look forward yeah. to. Uh, let's see other positive things that are happening. Let's see what else. Uh, Oh, the new Mass Effect game comes out soon. I'm excited about that. Mass Effect Andromeda. You Mass Effect fan there?
1: Heathen dog? I'm not. You should be. I'm sorry. The the only console I have is a PS2. I got like three PS3s. Okay, well that's two more than you need, really. What? uh, Lies. I have to have a backup. (laughs) Oh, backup. Okay, sure.
0: The third one is a backup to my backup, so I don't need that one. Maybe I'll mail it to Sure, yay!
1: Sure.
0: With a copy of Mass Effect one and two and three, yay! Because they're all awesome games. Um, then you will not like me. Uh, uh, anyway, um, that's all I got. What do you have positive? You have something positive?
1: No, no, man, that that's it. I mean, we're 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 good. I mean, we had on a positive note. That's what we're doing. So and that's uh, great. Other things that are positive are all the other
0: things going on at Legion of Myth. Uh, if you have any constructive constructive suggestions, drop them off at the Legion of Myth on the internet at legionofmyth.com or .tv on our Facebook page legionofmyth.com/slash/legion-of-myth on our YouTube page on our Twitter at legionofmyth at Twitch TV/slash/legion-of-myth You can also check out our podcast on most podcast streaming services. Uh, Go ahead and check us out on iTunes. Download us. Give us a five-star rating, Let us know what you love us. It does help us out. You can also check us on Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, or the LOMcast from our website. And if you want to support us, don't forget to get some super swag. Is that a term the kids use? I think it is. Uh, Legion of Myth gear from shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. You can also support us directly. Show that little love, little kiss in the night at patreon.com slash Legion of Myth. Is there any other final words of wisdom you have?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, uh, YouTube page, we have a deep, a deep backbench of hundreds of hours of gameplay content. I mean, there's something for everyone there. I mean, Max Liao himself has, has, has gone out and played a variety of different genres of games and played them through uh, mostly to the end. I mean, uh, you, you could watch the whole thing, and it's great. I did I mean, enjoy
0: his playthrough of stories. I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Yes, yeah. I, I, I personally did, didn't like the game, but uh, but his, his his playthrough was amazing. I mean, I really really liked uh, uh, Oxygen Not Required, which is great. Which he did he did not play through very much because he didn't get very good at it, and he kept dying a whole lot. But uh, but it's fun to watch See, that, that too. As you said, something <laughs> for everyone. That one didn't speak to me as much. So I have oh, something okay, for all go.
0: different people. I like watching yes. it blown up in his mechs. That's always fun.
1: Oh, yes, yes. On on Tuesdays and Fridays, uh, he, uh, he he streams uh, uh, Warrior online. And it's super fun watch watching him fight because he fails in extravagant fashion. It's not just regular, oh, you saw that coming. Like, no, for some reason, he got one-shotted? How did that happen? And he's got so much armor. Like, it's... It, it, it's, 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 it's just great fun watching him and watching his facial expressions on screen. Like, un, un, unlike on this stream, he has a camera on him, and it's great. And and lately, he's had his wife in the same room with him, and she constantly makes fun of him. Which is always entertaining. Super. Oh, yeah. It's great. Since we're not there to make
0: fun of him, someone needs to be. Awesome. But uh, also, I've started streaming Final Fantasy XIV in anticipation of the storm. Bloody Spanish coming out uh, Sunday night yes. at 10 p.m. Ooh, yeah. Eastern. So, yeah, check that out if you wish. Did you see anything about that? I'm actually leveling up a character, so that's kind of fun.
1: Yeah, from level five. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
0: Oh, you actually saw that. Yes, I did. All right, everyone. Well, music's running out. Have a good night, everyone. You have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. Have a great day. one though.